God is not a God of disorder or confusion, but is the God of peace. If I have the gift of prophecy and can fathom all mysteries and all knowledge, and if I have a faith that can move mountains but do not have love, I am nothing. We also have the prophetic message as something completely reliable, and you will do well to pay attention to it as to a light shining in a dark place. Until the day dawns and the morning stars rise in your hearts. You are tuning into the Tribe of Christians podcast with host Brandon Dawson, the chief sinner, bringing you a peace of mind, clarity, insight, and perspective to the world you live in by the word of God, featuring the latest updates on end time prophecy news. Don't, Don't forget, forget to subscribe to the, to the Tribe of, of Christians, Christians broadcast, either on Stitcher, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Podbean, SoundCloud, Facebook, or YouTube at tribeofchristians.com. Without further ado, here is your host and teacher, The Chief Sinner. Hey guys, Brandon Dawson here from the Tribe of Christians. want to welcome you. Thank you for tuning in to this video. Uh, I'm going to ask that after you watch the video, if you would please share it with uh, others um, to help get the word out and to, to help prepare people for uh, things that I believe are coming. So I had a dream this, this morning, uh, Memorial Day, uh, Monday, May 30th, and unfortunately I didn't have my phone with me and I didn't have a clock so I didn't know or see exactly what time it was when I woke from the dream um, but I don't think the the time was necessarily relevant in this dream anyways so in this dream um, it had a prophetic element to it it wasn't as detailed as a lot of the other dreams that I've had uh, but it definitely had a prophetic element to it and I, I just felt like it was uh, a dream that I needed to share to help uh, to get a warning out but um I believe that the Lord gives us these dreams, uh, gives me these dreams, not to frighten anybody, not to uh, make anyone afraid or anything like that. Uh, but I believe that the Lord gives me, uh, along with all these other people who are having similar dreams, uh, to, to he gives them to us to help warn people, to help prepare for the things that I believe are coming, to, to help to, to get people to start thinking ahead, uh, to get people to think outside of the box. And so when these things do happen, that you guys will already know what to do. You'll be prepared. You're not going to be caught off guard or um, be in surprise. And uh, you're not going to be afraid because the Lord will have already have shown us what, what's coming. Now, I believe, uh, just like the Bible tells us, you know, the Lord is speaking to a lot of us, trying to get these warnings and these messages out there so that uh, his people will be equipped. They'll be prepared to handle uh, things for when they do come. And they don't have to be afraid. And I think that there's uh, enough time here that people can make very uh, simple preparations that can make a huge difference. Uh, and, and even in some cases, some of the smallest preparations can even be life or death situation. Um, however, uh, there's a few small things that you really can do to help buy you and your family a little bit more time in the event something or when this uh, does take place. So... I think the absolute worst thing that anybody could do is honestly to do absolutely nothing at all, to take absolutely no precautions and no preparations whatsoever. I think the Lord is giving us these dreams so that we can prepare and be ready. You know, think of the story in Genesis of Joseph. Uh, the Lord put Joseph um, through all those different things and, and in such a perfect position years ahead down the road that would save uh, nations and generations, all kinds of people from the severe famine that hit during that time. 
So this dream takes place in Houston, Texas, which is my hometown where I am originally from. And the dream started in downtown Houston in the city. It was also during the day because there was a lot of daylight out. I was working a security detail, uh, some sort of event that was happening. I don't know exactly what the event was. I don't think it was, that was the, um, I don't think that was the important part. I just know that I was downtown and I was working some of it. And uh, I didn't see or hear exactly what happened. Uh, but then people began to, to panic and they started to uh, exit the building in massive droves. And I wasn't exactly sure, like I said, what was going on. But I did perceive that something had happened. There was some sort of level of danger that was occurring. And so uh, I exited the building along with everybody else. Now, uh, while everyone was exiting the facility, I noticed that there were also there was no police, no fire trucks. There was no emergency crews. I didn't see any kind of government officials anywhere, just uh, just civilians. And so in the event of something catastrophic or, or dangerous, you would expect to see an emergency response from first responders. But I didn't. So uh, that could possibly be a good thing. So anyways, uh, from there, the dream shifted a little bit. When I exited the building, for some reason, uh, I just didn't have my car with me or I couldn't, I couldn't exactly get to it. And I felt like I needed a way to get out of the city at least quickly and safely, but I uh, couldn't get to my vehicle, so I didn't have a way to, to get out. And then I saw something um, even more strange. I saw a, a whole bunch, a lot of vehicles just uh, sitting around as if they had been abandoned. You know, it kind of reminded me of the apocalyptic style movies where something happens, right? And people need to get out of the city. So they're sitting in um, massive amounts of traffic. They're not going anywhere. So it was kind of like that, uh, except people had just left all their cars behind. Just, I guess, decided to travel on foot. Now, I didn't see, the good thing is I didn't see any dead bodies. I didn't see any uh, like explosions or anything like that. That's great. I didn't see any casualties. So I guess that's a, a good sign, at least for uh, Houston anyways. Um, but I did see, like I said, all these different cars and vehicles that were just left behind and keys were still in the ignition. So I began to search for a vehicle perhaps to use. And it seemed majority of the cars that I uh, would get in or turn on, um, actually appeared to be empty or out of gas. Uh, the vehicles, they would start, they would turn on, uh, but the fuel gauge light would come on, and a lot of the cars were just either extremely low in gas or just out of gas where they, they were pretty much useless. So I ended up having to walk. So I made it out of the city and uh, onto the main interstate, which is I-10, and I was walking uh, west, uh, I-10 west, because... Most of my family lives out in West Houston. And I saw the same thing when I made it onto uh, I-10 as I was walking. Just cars all along the interstate for miles. And uh, as I walked, I actually came across various different people, including some I had known from my neighborhood uh, where my family had lived. And uh, these people were also were just walking. And they were either heading home or they were fleeing the city. And that was it. There, was a, there wasn't a whole lot more to that dream. But it was very odd. Not a typical or normal dream that I would usually have. And um, I honestly don't know if this was 100% prophetic or symbolic. But uh, 
there were a few consistent themes to this dream. So this could either uh, point to one or two things, I believe. Uh, one, it could mean that there's some sort of massive fuel or energy shortage. Uh, I don't think it was uh, an EMP attack or anything like that because the vehicles were obviously were able to start and to run. So if there was some sort of EMP military strike or something like that, uh, you wouldn't be able to use any of these vehicles or anything electronically. Um, now, secondly, which I believe is the, the most likely case of what possibly happened, um, is in the second case, I believe that it points to a massive attack that did happen. Uh, something catastrophic happening to the nation, similar to what happened on 9-11. Uh, but on a much, uh, much larger scale, uh, such as something happening like an attack from China or Russia. So much so that uh, cities were just completely shutting down and people were in a, people were in a massive panic to get out of the cities, uh, to get home, or whatever the case is. But um, the event was completely unexpectedly because I think people were just not prepared. Uh, their gas tanks weren't full. Their, uh, a lot of people weren't prepared at all. So my guess is that people were completely unprepared but as I said, I didn't see any major conflicts happening, at least not in Houston or in the state of Texas. I didn't see any casualties there. So that tells me that Texas, specifically Houston, that area of the state will most likely be safe in the future of when uh, attacks do occur, which I believe will target our northeast coast. So for those of you who are in Texas, I would like to believe uh, most people from Texas are probably more better prepared for emergencies than people in other parts of the nation. But just in case, what I would encourage you guys to do is make sure you keep your uh, your tanks full, uh, your fuel tanks full. I always keep uh, our fuel levels above half a tank in our cars. Have some extra fuel storage cans. Uh, you can have them with you in your car or in your home. Have a uh, uh, have a bag of uh, fuel. Have a bag of supplies, uh, enough water and food to survive at least three to five days in case you do have to evacuate by foot. You have to walk out of the city because uh, that actually didn't happen when 9/11 happened. Everything was completely shut down. There was no public transportation. Everything just was uh, literally shut down. All the bridges and the tunnels were shut down. There was literally no way in or out of the city. People had to literally travel by foot to get out. So it is possible that can happen. If you live uh, now, if you live alone, I would also suggest that you, you make sure that your pets are prepared, that they have enough food and water. Uh, for to last at least a few days, or at least someone that you can call or get in touch with uh, that can help check in on your pets. Now, something else that a lot of people don't talk about. Um, they don't really uh, talk about this because uh, everything is literally digitally on your phones. But you can still find them in thrift stores. You can find them in antique stores and stuff like that. But if you can, get your hands on some physical maps, some actual physical maps. Make sure you know how to read them. In the event of an attack, this is this is 100% true, what I'm telling you. In the event of something like this happens, like an attack. Remember, we haven't had anything catastrophic uh, on the levels of 9-11 since 9-11. That was over 20 years ago. And uh, a lot has changed since then. So in the event that something like this does occur, uh, especially on a much bigger scale, 
communications networks get shut down. All the communication networks get shut down. The government sees full control over communications networks, including cell phones, cell phone towers, radio, internet, all that stuff. Uh, so there's a chance that your phones won't operate the way they should. So you will need a physical map. So make sure you also have a good pair of walking shoes. All right. Prepare uh, perhaps a, just an extra spare pair of shoes that you can leave in the back of your car or in a bag in case uh, you need to walk on foot. Make sure you have a spare jacket in the event that this does happen in winter. Uh, and a few ways to keep warm, maybe some hand warmers, something like that, to where uh, just to give you enough time until you can get to a safe area. Now, make sure your family has, also has an evacuation plan. Uh, know exactly where you guys need to meet, where to go, who to contact, uh, you know, th things like that. Think of simple necessities that you and your family uh, will need. They can just buy you a, a few extra days, um, just simply just to buy you some time to get out or to get home. So, uh, like I said, that some of those things are very simple to do, simple to prepare, uh, but you, not to alarm anybody, but you guys should be thinking about this. Uh, so, anyways, you guys have any questions, comments, or concerns, please feel free to get in touch with me. There's a lot of great material out there to help you guys prepare in case of a uh, major emergency that does happen. Uh, I would definitely encourage you guys just to take a little bit of extra time to prepare and do a little bit of research. Other than that, that's going to about uh, sum, this, sum it up for this video. So, guys, stay encouraged. Keep on keeping on, and God bless.